Thanks for downloading the Sciatica podcast. I'm Tom Jessen. Today I'm talking to Kate Charlton. Kate is a physiotherapist, she's a triathlete, and she's recently had two episodes of lumbar radicular pain. I spoke to Kate about graded return to activity, about poking the bear, about her experience with gabapentin and neurodynamic exercises. We spoke about breaking negative cycles and having hope. And we also spoke about having a cold foot. Kate speaks really well on this topic, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Kate, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Pleasure. Nice to speak to you, Tom. And um, we caught up recently because we haven't spoken for a few years. Um, yeah. You, the way we know each other is from university, and you were one of the cool kids in the year above me. <laughs> one of the cool kids, eh? You've not been called yeah. a kid for a while. <laughs> I'll take the title, though, at my age. Thank you. And we hadn't spoken for a few years and then uh, we got in touch again and you mentioned you'd been having some trouble with sciatica. Um, yes. But we didn't like talk too much about it because I thought, well, it would be really nice to talk in person. Um, so do, why don't you tell me like a little bit about uh, like how it all started? When, when did you first sort of experience sciatica? Yeah. Um... I think I've had two instances of um, sciatica. Um, the first one was just after graduating um, in 2016. And I know exactly when it happened, um, but only because I was due to do a triathlon mm-hmm. um, the, the kind of the weekend after it all went a bit a bit wrong um so that was at the end of august my triathlon was the first week in september um looking back there had been signs before that you know in reflection probably since the july um i'm quite active so um i swim bike run um do a lot of strength and conditioning work uh, do triathlons and I remember we'd we were on holiday at my mum's um, house in Spain, and I was starting to get some buttock pain, which was quite unusual for me. But it it got it was so bad that I went to decathlon to get a foam roller because we had okay. nothing yeah. on, ho- on holiday. Um, and but you know as you do just ignore it get on it wasn't that bad it wasn't really stopping me from doing anything Mm. um came back and i i ran the triathlon was doing there was an off-road run triathlon called hellbellin and when i came back from holiday in the july i ran up hellbellin um and it's it's pretty steep it's pretty steep (laughs) and when i say ran that's loose loose (laughs) analogy but when I got back down and absolutely no problems running at all but when I got down I just stiffened up and I was really uncomfortable Mm. um and 
but no no sciatica just lower back stiffness mm. um and then did you have the, the buttock pain then as well a little bit but it mm. was very localized um on my right side and it and it but it was very localized in in, mm. in my glute in my buttock um and, and it could almost because i had run up helvellyn it could also almost just be tight gluteal muscles you know um anyway that that week i was conscious that i um i had a triathlon to do the following weekend and i'd been to see my friend um who is also a physio and i was going oh do you think you can 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 you stick some needles in me tight knot can you do some soft tissue and she's going i just don't know whether it's it's just that kate anyway she she did a bit of an assessment and um touched my well l5 s1 Mm -hmm. um and i just went through the reef it's like whoa that really 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 sore and then that was the end of it. Anyway, I went home. So at that point, we kind of knew it wasn't it wasn't just a tight glute. Um, and but actually, how it happened was I was changing the bed sheets. Mm-hmm. And I just pulled the corner of of the bed sheet off, and it I, it it was the the most excruciating excruciating pain really? I ever experienced. And I just hit the deck, just mm-hmm. went down, and I lay there um couldn't move yeah. literally could not move. it was so so sore um eventually I don't know whether it was my mum or because my husband works away a lot eventually my mum came up or, or my husband and helped me on onto the bed to lie down and go oh, oh, that's so mm. um and I knew at that point that I wasn't going to do the triathlon yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> So, um, yeah, we kind of knew what had happened um, at that point. I actually did go to the triathlon the following weekend, but my initial symptoms were um, no back pain. Mm. Not really, other than this stiffness, I've not had any back pain at all, but sciatica, mm. shooting down my leg. It's like people describe electric shocks, hot burning sensations, um, pins and like pins and needles, prickles, and it's that, but it was it literally a straight line all the way mm. down, went all the way to the heel of my foot. Um, the first time it happened, I couldn't sit down, literally, because at first couldn't sit down, so I probably spent a week lying on the floor or standing up mm-hmm. lying on the floor or standing up eventually when we did go to the triathlon to support everybody um i was in the car and the car was laid out so i was, I was virtually i was virtually flat in the car mm-hmm. um and then, and then that that didn't change that that went on for months couldn't sit down in fact Within about a fortnight, because I am active, I had to do something. And like I say, the only two things I could do was stand up and sit down and live about a mile from the local pool. So after about a fortnight, once I managed to get upright, um, I got myself going to the pool. 
Um, but it, it takes me longer to walk to the pool yeah. <laughs> than I could actually spend in uh-huh. water, um, which was, yeah, mildly amusing. <laughs> and I hadn't, I hadn't been to the doctors, but I was about to start a new job in the NHS at that point because whenever you speak to anybody it's like oh it'll be fine it'll Mm. settle down don't worry so but because I was due to start at the NHS I I had to go and send some documents back so I walked to take these documents back and said I'm gonna have to delay my start because I couldn't stand up (laughs) sit down whatever Mm. Um, and at that point I went I, I went to the doctor and luckily I got a I think a relatively new or even a, a trainee okay. GP, um, which, which was excellent yeah. because I think they come with new ideas and not always yeah. set in ways. And, um, you know, I, I explained that I was a physio and my friend had assessed me and she did, you know, some neural tests on me, you know, you know checked all the red flags. That was all fine, but my reflexes were down. Mm-hmm. I had a straight leg raise positive straight leg raise um which obviously as you know indicates neural tension and this gp rather than sending me away with something like codeine which you know coding mm. people up the, mm-hmm. that's the worst thing i could imagine anybody actually wanting to take mm-hmm. they suggested a neurogenic um drug mm-hmm. uh, and i and i got gabapentin Mm. Uh, there's lots and lots of bad press about neurogenics yeah. even more bad press about gabapentin um but i started taking gabapentin and I, I wasn't quite on the maximum dose but i was quite close to it i was on three three tablets three times a day mm-hmm. but within 24 hours 48 hours this sciatica was totally under control when mm. i say totally under control i could function yeah whilst i was taking yeah yeah as the day got later and i was due my next tablet i was my leg was twitching and i was stood up mm-hmm, again mm-hmm. and and I, I still couldn't sit down for very long but i could i could function and i wasn't crying every few minutes because i'd, mm. I'd had enough and i couldn't cope um yeah, so, um, and I, I don't think I would have got that had I gone to a more established GP, because mm-hmm. they tend to, from my experience as a physio, I guess, they tend to give people um, opioid-based, I think, you know, yeah. or, yeah. and they, well, it, they don't work for neuro, mm. uh, neuro problems, neurogenic mm. problems, Um so, so that that gave me some. Fun- I was able to function, mm-hmm. um, and I, and then, and it just, I guess it just gradually got better. Then I could go, I could walk to the pool, and I could um, swim, mm-hmm. swim for ten minutes. So it wasn't taking me longer to get there and change than yeah. I spent. <laughs> um, and I ended up swimming every single day for um yeah seven months or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't sit down they, it it took me until the 
October to be able to sit down for 20 minutes, mm. uh, which therefore meant because of where my new job was going to be, I couldn't I couldn't start work because it was over an hour's drive to get mm. to my job. Um, so I was delayed. I was still delayed in starting work. Um, that's maybe not a bad thing in the end. Yeah, yeah. And I was still having, I was going to the physio, um, but I remember quite early on, um, it, wa- it wasn't a bad experience with the physio, but it, and in some ways it, it was good because they were, I guess, reassuring me that everything was, mm-hmm. nothing got worse. Like my reflexes were fine, my, my power, although it was down, it, it wasn't significantly worse than the other. And that, because I think you get stuck in a, this is so bad, I'm never going to get better. Mm. And you don't see the little glimmers of hope when you're living in it every single day. Um, but I think the worst thing, and it was a physio that said it first to me, although it had been repeated by... Okay. Um, GP yeah. um, you'll be it'll be all better in six to 12 weeks oh, okay <laughs> that is the worst thing and I never ever say it to anybody because six weeks came I couldn't sit down right. for five minutes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm still on all these these drugs I still had the sciatica I was still like waiting to take my tablets mm. 12 weeks came marginally better but certainly not I'm back to normal yeah and of course at that point you know with my rational physio head on I was like well it's Satika you know by this point I was on Google Scholar reading everything up Mm -hmm. and rational head was saying well no it doesn't just take 12 weeks or it doesn't take but there's still something in your back of your head going well are you sure it's just are you sure it's just a nervy thing are you sure it's just could it not be something more serious? Could it not be something more serious? Mm. Um, and I don't know what it's like in America. It's probably quite different, but you'll know here that there's a real push against going for MRIs and mm-hmm. things like this. Um, but I ended up having an MRI. Mm. Um, we have private healthcare through my husband's job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went and I had an MRI got seen by the consultant he said yep you've prolapsed a disc um you are indicated for surgery mm-hmm. um but it's entirely up to you it's entirely mm-hmm. up to you whether you want surgery or not but if you want it i think i was over 50 percent of the um channel was occluded so mm-hmm. it's quite a large prolapse um but by that point I probably was feeling a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, I was managing on managing on the gabapentin, and we had a conversation about the gabapentin around, well, what if I have to take this forever? Yeah. Are there any side, you know, major side effects? And there was a whole discussion about titration, so taking the dosage down and getting on to the minimum dose. Um, and at that point having been told that what it was what it definitely was I was like okay cool I don't want the surgery at the minute but I know that if I can't manage the pain with all the stuff that I want to do then I can go back yeah 
and that was really 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 yeah. reassuring actually um i still i think this was probably the November, in december and i was still only um swimming and walking um I couldn't ride my bike because I couldn't sit down for very long. Mm. On Christmas Day, I did my first run. Nice. Excited. I did something like five thirty seconds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it felt really good. Really yeah. good. And then I started work because by this point I was getting up to being able to sit for forty-five minutes to an hour. So I started mm. working in January, and I remember starting work and you know they all knew what was going on so working in a musculoskeletal department I was able to stand up sit down stand up sit down yeah, so yeah. I didn't have to sit for very long and if we we're in a meeting they all knew that I would get up and have a wander around mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. fidget and stuff like this so it was all it was all fine um and then I started my running building my running up from Christmas day mm-hmm. uh, and then over the course of the next few months you know jumping forward it just I was able to take my pills down a bit um and increase the physical activity so I was swimming running um and then I'd started cycling and I did little bits I think it was by the May I was down to one tablet a day and then very quickly came off um the medication altogether and then started properly ramping up the exercise. No problems. The only time, and this this will raise your eyebrow, Tom, <laughs> only time when I had sciatica for the next year and 18 months, something like that, while I was working in the NHS, was the 24 hours before I did a night shift on respiratory. Okay through the night shift to the moment I was in the changing room taking my uniform off to go mm. home mm-hmm. and my respiratory weekends <laughs> and th- that's literally the only time yeah I, and it wasn't bad it didn't stop me doing anything yeah. didn't take any tablets but it was there um and I hate hate hated still hate respiratory <laughs> physiotherapy it was just the worst yeah. thing in the world and you know doing all the research about it you know your system's already sensitized uh, yeah it, that stressor just that's tipped, so interesting tipped me over the edge absolutely fascinating but literally mm. 24 hours before <laughs> I went on to shift mm-hmm. to the moment I like took my uniform and you couldn't get called back in mm. bizarre mm. bizarre yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, after that, probably waffling for you, but after no, that, fantastic. Um, I, I I haven't suffered at all. So in between times, my training went back up. I've completed a 105 mile adventure race, which was cycling, running and kayaking. I've done about four middle distance triathlons. Um, I've trained as a strength and conditioning coach. Um, I've run 10Ks and half marathons. All perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Perfectly fine. Until this last year. Right. Um, Not not last, this last few months. So Mm -hmm. 
I went skiing in February um, and I'd had a bit of a stiff back in the December again no leg pain no glute pain um didn't think much of it looking back now that's my warning sign um went skiing absolutely fine skiing for two or three days and then I went snowboarding Mm-hmm. First I went snowboarding, absolutely fine, and then I caught an edge, um, went down like a ton of bricks right on my side, right on my back. Um, oh, it really hurt, really hurt. Mm-hmm. His run and then came came and saw me and literally had had to drive the car around and had to help me down the snow back to the car mm. no sir and I, was, I remember lying in bed thinking or lying on the sofa thinking oh thank goodness there's no sciatica it's just yeah. my back yeah <laughs> what a relief um and I was starting to get a bit more mobile um and then I think we were due to go home two days later got into the car two two days later and did this enormous sneeze and that was it <laughs> okay straight down my leg it was just like ah, that excruciating pain again um yeah and that was it um same no back pain by this point all the way down my leg the difference being I didn't really have a problem sitting mm-hmm. but I then struggled walking okay so so same thing mm-hmm. but the like my restrictions are slightly different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I managed we got home because we, we were driving back from France so it thankfully yeah. we could sit because that would have been yeah. a long journey not being able to sit um and managed to get into the GP um I think on the Monday to to basically tell them what drugs that I wanted yeah and yeah. Um, unlike the first experience, they're quite reluctant to give me mm, the new yeah. planet. Um, or oh, well, people get addicted to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. got all these side effects. How about codeine? I was just like, I'm not having codeine. You're gonna yeah, give me gamma. Yeah. I've had it before. I've weaned myself off it. I haven't mm-hmm. been addicted. It did this. I had no side effects. And actually, for me, I know when I need to drop a tablet mm-hmm. because I get a little bit wuzzy headed okay yeah i don't feel sick on it but i just feel a little bit spacey and then i know that i need to drop a tablet Uh Uh, that's my indicator um that things are are improving um anyway i eventually can convince the um gp to give me some gabapentin there and then because i think four days later i was going to mallorca as a triathlon coach <laughs> for yeah. three weeks. Um, so that didn't quite go to plan, um, but I did go. Um, I, I, I got through the first week, um, but walking and standing for a long time was a problem because the pain would build up in my hamstring mm-hmm. uh, and then build up in my calf and, and, they, and it would just be really uncomfortable. Um, but again, 
the gabapentin managed it between between doses um but i think by friday of the first week so probably a week and a half after um i'd sneezed mm-hmm. um, i was back riding my bike mm. so i wasn't clipping in and i wasn't going for very long but i was probably doing half an hour and within two weeks i was back doing two hours on the bike um and this was march mm. and then i came i came back um into lockdown or just i think lockdown happened in the uk 48 hours after we we got home okay um and then since then i've been well cycling so yeah. i'm at three hours cycling i can i can walk um as long as you like really mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and i can swim although we haven't been allowed to swim but we're back in the river and back in the lake now yeah. i tried i've now done three runs mm-hmm. um, the first two were absolutely fine and then I pushed my luck on Monday okay um, I did and when I say running you know this is seven one minutes nice mm. and easy so you know runners out there will know how frustrating that is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's my starting point you know and I on Monday I did nine one minutes and I would have been absolutely fine had I not decided to try and up the pace a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So Tuesday, um, I was suffering. Fine, mm. absolutely fine um, during. And then Tuesday, actually not no increase in sciatica, but, mm. but a stiff back. Um, and then I tipped myself over the edge cycling yesterday. We went up mm. a silly hill. Had I done one or the other, I would have been fine. Yeah. We went up a really, really steep hill yesterday. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm suffering a bit today. Mm. But I've been out for a nice long walk, so it's not all bad. Yeah. Even though I am a little bit sore. And it <laughs> sounds like, so this time has it recovered a little bit or recovering a little bit quicker? Definitely. Mm. Definitely. And it, it wasn't as it wasn't as bad I don't know whether I don't think it was as bad so I I think this time um I was probably where I was about six weeks into the first incident mm-hmm. um yeah so, so so is this like twice now that you've had this these episodes and then you've had to um you, you, you just kind of work your way through the recovery and it sounds like you've been quite strategic with with what you've done are there any um how do you sort of coach yourself through that do you kind of take on a particular attitude or the things you kind of keep telling yourself to remind yourself to do certain things yeah I think um I've I've got a couple of really good friends who keep me in check Mm -hmm. in in a should you be doing that okay (laughs) So your so, tendency is to maybe do too much or yes. more than, yeah. Yes. And and sometimes, well, I always listen, apart from Monday. Um, yeah. You know, there you go. Do as yeah. I say, not as I do. It's, uh-huh. it's classic, isn't it? But yes, 
I think I I know it's nice it's good because I know that I've come out of it and I didn't need surgery um so I know that I'm going to get better I haven't had a scan this time I don't feel that I need a scan this time because my symptoms are so similar um the reaction to taking the neurogenic has worked and I am substantially better than I was in February um but it's really frustrating Mm. and um I think that if I couldn't ride my bike I'd be really glum right yeah because riding my bike is the thing that I love more than anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but because I can um and it doesn't seem other than you know what I did yesterday if I just go out and do a normal ride that most people would would go and do for two or three hours um I, I don't have there's no exacerbation of symptoms at all mm. uh, but yeah but it is frustrating because I can't just go out and run for half an hour and mm. it it could be that September I'm still not running mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so all my goals all my my goals have changed yeah so I'm back at work I'm working um I can do everything that I was doing before now at work albeit I'm probably lifting lighter weights um but I can and work for you now is no longer in the NHS are you no, working more with athletes yes um mm-hmm. uh, yeah um participatory athletes recreational athletes so I'm not in elite sport but I've now got my own business um working with people who basically want to improve their performance for themselves mm-hmm. um, runners cyclists triathletes and 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 people that generally just want to get fitter um which is nice so so yeah so I'm, I'm doing there's a lot of um uh, strength and conditioning as well as a bit of the physio because kind of my ethos is let's get you strong and robust and resilient mm-hmm. you don't need the physio mm-hmm. but you know I'm a physio I went and did something wrong on Monday um, and I I came a cropper people are going to do that that's yeah. human nature but hopefully through the education piece that I do um from a both with a physio hat on and a strength and conditioning hat that's that becomes fewer there's fewer instances for people so that's the way I don't want to mend people I want to prevent them getting broken in the first place um so yeah from a work perspective I'm back I'm back to normal from a riding a bike perspective I'm 90% there um can't run yet but my goals my triathlon was cancelled anyway that I was supposed to do in June because of Covid Mm. uh, but I wouldn't have been able to do it because of this um so we're looking at training camps, hopefully operating in October. So my my goal now is to be absolutely bike and swim fit um, by October. And if I can do, if I can run to the run session with them, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you know. So it it it's yeah, being more realistic in terms of where you are and and setting process goals so not I, I guess I'm quite positive mm-hmm. most of the time so I'm not sat there thinking oh well I can't do this and I can't do that I'm like well 
okay, I can't run, can't run for 30 minutes, but, you know, I can run for six minutes. Mm. So that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. For me, you know, um, but that's, that's coming back from any injury, isn't it? And I think a lot of people struggle with that, looking for a small thing that they can latch onto that shows an improvement. Mm. So for me, six minutes and then seven minutes was an improvement on six minutes yeah, so that's yeah. a good thing nine minutes yeah. nine minutes had to run it slowly was an improvement but I now know that nine minutes running slowly I would have been fine uh-huh. I can't nine minutes quickly yeah yeah so that's, it r- reminds me of um I, I, I had a, an illness once uh, not sciatica and I like, deconditioned badly and I couldn't do stuff as well yeah. And I think for a, a few weeks, maybe in a few months, I had just this frustration that I couldn't do a push up or a pull up and I couldn't do all that stuff anymore. Yeah. And then I realized or I sort of almost consciously tried to switch my outlook and to say, well, just enjoy the easy gains. You know, yeah. you might not be able to see what you're used to, but you can set a new PB every week, which is pretty good. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. And also and like, uh, sorry, go on. I was just saying that that is a, it's it's coming back from anything, isn't it? It's a, it, it's even having a fortnight off to go on a really cool holiday. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go on a really great holiday, amazing time, but you're not going to come back and be as fit as you were prior to your holiday because you've done nothing for, or mm-hmm. you've done something different. So you wouldn't go. Some people would, but you shouldn't then go and and decide that you're going to go and run a marathon after it. You yeah. know a three-week holiday or something you probably mm-hmm. rest starting at 10 miles or 15 miles so it's actually no different it's just a different reason why and you know and, and some things take that little bit longer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess for me both with with my um my sciatica and other people is not not poking the bear too often okay that just stirs things up and keeps it going for longer so this week I'm a bit disappointed in myself because I've poked the bear twice Mm -hmm. once was intentional the second time I was following somebody else so I'm going to blame them no not really (laughs) but I've poked the bear twice and it's going to set me back a week because I am now not going to do my two five minute runs on Thursday because if I do my system's so wound up that it, it's just not a good idea mm-hmm. so this way now I'm just after yeah sit and down. The, the, what you're describing is principles um that are probably if I might say ingrained in you from years and years of being a an recreational athlete um and it, it, it's it's comes harder to some people so I kind of I know those principles but um I find them much harder to implement like and and I think some people possibly don't even have that um awareness of them themselves yeah definitely well it, it, if if you've never if you've never um been so from a, a sports perspective if you've never had a coach or somebody who's learned these things or you know from a health perspective you've not had a physio who's learned things why would you know that Mm -hmm. because actually 
you know, in a musculoskeletal sense, most people come to me having, say, a calf injury that they did three months ago. Well, I hurt my calf, so I stopped running for two or three weeks, and then I ran again, and it was all right. So then I did my, I ran up such and such a hill, Mm -hmm. or a 10-mile run, and it's really sore again. And then, you know, and it's like, well, you've just spent two or three weeks doing nothing. Mm -hmm. You do one easy run, think you're fine, and then you're now going to go and do hill reps. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's like obvious. Yeah. But but that that is that's phys, that is physio, isn't it? That's muscular physio. Because if people didn't, if that wasn't, I guess, normal human nature, we wouldn't be in business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you did. Well, did you do any physio e stuff? Uh, gliders, sliders any ther- uh, therapies, needles, hands-on, anything like that? Yeah, she probably talked about that, really. Um, yes, I did. Um, okay. I didn't do neat. So this time, this time round, um, and probably last time, I, lots of gliders, lot, lots of those. I love those. They really, oh, okay. really work for me, really work for me, um, to the point where I kind of, uh, swing my legs out of bed, do mm. some glide, mm-hmm. um, freeze that up, lay on my side, do it inside yeah. lying rotations. Um, how, and then... how particular are you with them? Like, because I know you can get very involved with moving the neck and the ankle in particular, or do you just kind of vaguely move your leg? What does it look like for you? Um, I totally go with feel. Okay. And, and yeah. that that might be very different every single day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I might be stiffer and tighter one day than I am on the next. So I tend to always start with my good side, so I know what n- my normal oh, right. yeah. feels like. And then I go to my my right side, um, the sore side, and um, I yeah. So I, I'm not specific, and but I'll if I'm sort of sat up and doing knee extension. And then drop my chin, and that's okay. Then I'll bring a bit of ankle dorsiflexion in. Mm-hmm. But if I go, yeah, so <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it too. Yeah. Um, but if if I if I sit normally and I go into knee extension and that's tight, I'll tip my head back into extension and see if that makes a difference. And then that's my starting point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I might bring in, I'm now doing uh, plantar and plantar flexion and dorsiflexion. And once that's eased off, I then might come back into a bit mm-hmm. more knee extension, plantar dorsiflexion, and then I might drop my chin. Mm-hmm. Um, for me at the minute, as I'm sat here now, going into um, eversion is where I'm tight. So I've got yeah. full straight leg, I can put my chin down, I can do plantar and dorsiflexion and just into end range dorsiflexion I can feel it mm-hmm. but if I take it you can hear me go Ugh. if I take foot <laughs> um mm-hmm. out that kicks it off so now I need to bend my knee a little bit or take my head back a little bit and that just ease it off but for me I, I can feel the changes and then so I just immediate change in your symptoms and mm-hmm. just work through it a little bit um the other thing I do a lot of I guess I do a lot of it because 
I'm teaching um, strength and conditioning four times a week. I do about eight classes a week. I'm doing a lot of mobility. So even if I don't do the strength part of the session, other than demonstrating it, I always do um, dynamic mobility warm up and cool down. So mm. I'm like Monday, Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I will do mobility six times a day, maybe. Mm. Wow. Which is quite a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, six minutes. Um, so I'm not spending all day doing it, although I am, but it's, you know, if if that if I wasn't teaching it, it wouldn't be a, an awful lot of work or time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that because essentially that's neural gliding anyway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just in in a different way, um, mm-hmm. and it's just movement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sitting up and sitting down to go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. You're doing gliders and sliders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I think the first time this happened, um, I couldn't sit down for a long time. So I was very conscious of when I could sit down for longer. Mm-hmm. I didn't sit down for that much longer. I would get up, you know, stand up, sit down, do a couple of knee lifts. Um, uh, a couple of pelvic tilts and sit back down again you know okay. so even if you felt like you could you would still break it up into these chunks yeah because mm-hmm. you know if you're watching the tv you can still do that and watch the tv mm-hmm. um i'm not very good for sitting down anyway to be perfectly honest but but yeah um this time because i don't have a problem sitting I've probably been a little bit lax and because we've been in COVID um, I can get stuck to my laptop mm. at the desk working um, and I you know on some days early doors um, I could have been there all day and then I'd be properly struggling by the end of the day but I probably would have been regardless of the sciatica just because I'd sat down for yeah. such a long time yeah. so um so yeah, so I mix it up. So I'll stand up a bit, I'll sit down a bit. Um, I've got a big gym ball, so I'll sit on my chair, I'll sit on the gym ball, I'll um, sit on the floor. Um, so the, there's nothing, there's nothing that I'm avoiding apart from running. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm now not avoiding running. I'm now pacing the running. Yeah, yeah. When it first happened, I didn't avoid anything. There were some things that I thought. No, I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't, but I couldn't tell you what those were. It would be just like, oh, I'm not going to walk down that hill. Don't okay. think of the look of that hill today. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was more of that. And I think when I'm dealing with patients, it's like, well, you can do anything you like as long as you feel comfortable doing it. Because mm. I guess your brain will tell you that you sh- really shouldn't do that. I think mm-hmm. when I see some people, the difficulties the brain tells them they shouldn't do anything yeah yeah um and that that's that's an over alert brain you know yeah, that makes sense to me yeah and i think if your brain's telling you that then you probably need somebody to help you out a little bit mm-hmm. be it mm-hmm. 
physio or a friend or somebody to just tell you that it's yeah. it's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay to do some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, I guess because I'm a physio and because I've done the research and because I'm particularly interested now in sciatica and um prolapse discs and all that, I, I probably know more than the average GP or the average mm-hmm. who's never yeah. been through themselves. So um but hey, I can ride my bike for three hours. So yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's a road bike. It's not a mountain bike. Um, yeah. Although actually, mountain biking is probably worse because of the bumps. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So, so it almost again, if we go back to those principles that you're describing, the few little phrases have come up. You mentioned poke the bear, um, which I think mm-hmm. we can credit Greg Lehman for originally. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then the the principles of um, just building up to being able to do something as extraordinary as a triathlon, and it's almost like you applied those to the neural gliders as well. You know, it's, it's finding your level and building up slowly. Yeah. Um, and sitting. And, and sitting, yeah. And I think yeah. I think that's probably with any, you know, any musculoskeletal problem, um, you don't necessarily have to stop. There are very few instances when I say to somebody, no, you can't do that, mm-hmm. particularly for athletes, because athletes um, don't like to be stopped from doing the thing that they really want to do. Um, but I th- again, I think that's probably human nature. But it's like, well, you know, if you know that half an hour running at that pace really hurts and then you can't do it for four days mm-hmm. and if you do it again it's going to hurt for five days then half an hour is too long yeah but, but you could do 10 minutes possibly and I always say but I don't know what I don't know what your level is mm-hmm. so so and I would always rather I guess start with a good idea that it's going to be okay than going closer to where I don't think it's going to be okay and then and then having to spend time working back I'd rather start really easy for not very long and then build up because because then you've just got a positive step all the way yeah yeah absolutely starting and actually it being too much and then having to work back because that's a negative process isn't it yeah Um, but as for poking the bear you have to do it every now and again Mm -hmm. because if you didn't you don't know what you can do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just don't poke it too frequently. <laughs> so on Monday, I was stiff. I was sore. It didn't kick my sciatica off. Um, so had I not gone out yesterday, I would have been okay today. Yeah. yeah. And But I would have known that nine or ten minutes at, nine minute mile pace rather than nine minutes at 7.15 pace I would have been absolutely fine yeah yeah so you feel you still feel like you're in control and have some control over the situation yeah and that and that's I guess that's what everybody wants isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they they want they they need to own it um and feel that they're making progress but I think that when when you're in it, that's the difficult bit. Mm. As a patient, that's the the feel that you're making progress is very hard, particularly if it 
if it hurts so much mm-hmm. like I mean I've had a child yeah. <laughs> that's painful mm-hmm. but nothing nothing really? like excruciating pain of sciatica and of course if you have a child it's pretty much over relatively quickly yeah but this goes on it goes on and it yeah. goes on and it goes on and it goes on and it and it becomes very wearing and of course all those chemicals that create pain create stress mm-hmm, make mm-hmm. make your body more sensitive so that cycle just gets worse and worse and it and it's it's finding diff multiple ways of breaking the negativity okay and that's getting getting the right meds for me it was getting the right meds um because they worked last time there was mm-hmm. no guarantee going to work this time but I was positive that they were so that was good and they have um finding something that I love that I can do um and I could cycle I don't love swimming but I can swim and actually the first time I really loved swimming by the end of it um and then little things you know little little targets there's no point me thinking oh I'm gonna run a 12 miles in september mm. i might be doing 30 minutes mm. or so, six to 12 weeks yeah or six to 12 weeks <laughs> um yeah so it's just little things but it's yeah. lots yeah. of different little things you know and, and last year it was or not last year last time it was oh i can sit for five minutes <gasps> yeah. yeah oh i can sit for 15 <laughs> minutes yeah. Oh, I can now drive to work without having to stop yeah, and yeah. around, you know. Um, I, I, it, it, yeah, so, but although if you've got a little goals, lots of different things, it's things you can work towards and things you can um, tick off in a positive mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But as I said before, and I know I'm waffling as I do, sometimes you do need somebody to, to highlight what you're doing right and what what maybe you shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. um and that's the other part is is i guess reflecting back so um knowing understanding why my pain is worse today it's not worse just because it's today mm-hmm. it's worse because I've done those two daft things the last two days. Um, and, and I don't, again, putting a physio head on, I don't think a lot of people do that. They're just like, oh, my leg's really, really bad today. Um, and I've done nothing different. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got injured, but I've done nothing different. And when you look at it, yeah, they have. They've just, you know. Yeah, yeah they've just run 12 miles instead of their usual five mm-hmm. that's that <laughs> helping big. people to put those pieces together yeah um and or they've been on call as i said which is such an interesting thing when you mentioned that oh, have you noticed yeah. that in any other situations like since since your pain came back um probably when i get when things at home because of covid get a little bit more tense yeah um, like if my daughter's a bit <laughs> aggro about something then it then I can feel it um getting worse um mm. I've not been ill 
I've not had a cold or anything this time, but I seem to remember last time um, I got I got a bad cold or something, and and then it and then it was a, I was a bit more sensitive. It was a bit more painful, not excruciating, um, but you know a five out of ten instead of a three out of a ten or a three instead of a one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's all sorts of things that that can that can trigger it but if you take a little bit of a time you can usually work out what it is mm-hmm. but perhaps that's more of a skill of being a physio mm-hmm. than than just a patient and that's sometimes when when a physio or a friend um or a gp you know they can play that back to you and ask you the right questions to start mm-hmm. about oh actually yeah I did walk for, you know, 10 minutes instead of five. Yeah, yeah. Because it yeah. doesn't have to be a lot, does it? You know, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be um, a long time or something um, really severe. It's just not your normal. Um, and you hear that, you hear that a lot. Well, you know, I've only walked to the shops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're only a mile away. When was the last time you walked to the shops a mile yeah, away? Yeah, yeah. Not in six weeks. Yeah. Then, then it's quite a lot. <laughs> if you normally only walk ten meters, yeah. walking a mile is, you know, massive difference. It's an extraordinary story, um, and it's so. I knew when I asked to talk to you, I'd get a, a, a perspective that I hadn't heard before. Um, because I've not, I'm not an athlete by any means, and I've not really worked with any athletes, and and um, and just you as a person have such a as an inspiring sort of outlook, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's so I'm so glad that I got in touch because it was so that was so interesting, and. Um, I think there'll be a lot in there for for people as well. Um, as I mentioned before, we went on air. I have essentially a very selfish motive for doing this podcast, which is it's an excuse to talk to people that I just want to talk to. Um, but I think this one will definitely be useful to lots of people, um, not just me. Um, is there anything, kind of looking back on it again? You tell the story so well. Is there anything that you feel that you missed out or? or that we didn't cover? Um, not really. I think that you should always have hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you have hope or a positive attitude is, I guess, a different way, then you're more likely to come through it yeah. in the best possible way. Um, don't take that six or 12 week thing <laughs> just like totally been that um and do what you think is right for you because it's your journey you know yeah yeah i, I you asked me about the physio things that we did um i have i i like you know i like soft tissue massage i haven't really had any because of covid um I'm not a massive fan of needles, but that's because I, d- I don't like needles, not mm-hmm. because it doesn't necessarily work. Um, 
some people like it if it works for you do it and don't let anybody tell you that it's 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 um not evidenced and um you shouldn't be doing it because the human brain particularly um is very individual yeah yeah so if you can take comfort from it then then that's Mm. then that's should be doing really and probably the the gabapentin as well would be another example wouldn't it because yeah. the then it depends on how you come at it so it, that would have been sort of kosher guideline based care if you based on the neuropathic pain guidelines yeah but there are also some prominent figures um speaking only from the sciatica literature to say that we shouldn't be prescribing anti-neuropathics yeah. Um, so some, from a certain perspective, that would be, I'm doing the air quotes, bad care, but it mm. worked wonderfully for you. And there's definitely a lot to, to think about there. You, you put it in terms of breaking negative cycles. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, the best way to break negative cycles is to provide function, like day to day function. Yeah. Because if you can't function at whatever level you you have to function at, number one, and want to function at, number two, then you're only going to go down, aren't you, mm-hmm. in your, your outlook, your attitude. And you need lots of different ways to do it. But the one thing I haven't told you is I'm now on one tablet a day. Okay. So when I started back in February, I was on two tablets three times a day. I'm now on one tablet a day. Mm-hmm. And I still need that tablet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but probably in a month, I'll be on nothing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But some people get away with um, uh, anti-inflammatories. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's what works for you. And But yeah, I, I, yeah. And just on that point, because you, we're coming to, I know you have to, you have to go, um, but did you um do you feel like the gabapentin does something in particular so does it just make everything better or does it ease particular symptoms but not others if you see what i mean because yeah so um we didn't really get into this but so i have bad sciatica um and i have a altered sensation in my foot not numb Mm-hmm. but altered so it's mm-hmm. not pins and needles and it's not numb it's somewhere how would I describe it you know when your foot gets cold and the blood starts to come back and your nerve endings are it's yeah. a bit like that it's yeah. kind of in between um so that's what I have um the gabapentin doesn't has no impact on that at all so I was listening to your other podcast um with the lady that said Tina she, Tina that's it mm-hmm. who has and I started giggling um cold feet mm-hmm. as a bed sock so I'm yeah. forever walking around or sleeping with one sock on because oh. my foot it doesn't fit if you touch my foot it doesn't feel cold mm-hmm. but it's cold in to me it's it's cold um the gabapentin does nothing for that takes away the sciatica mm-hmm. gone mm-hmm literally gone I have no back pain I've never had any back pain yeah. uh, 
other than when I first fell over. Um, yeah. So I, I, so th- that's what gabapentin does for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes, calms the sciatica down, which allows me, the first time it enabled me to sit. Um, the second time it enabled me to walk for a little bit longer. Um, yeah, and it, and it means I can do stuff. So my daughter, thankfully, isn't three and doesn't need picking her up. Yeah. Um, but she needs driving here and what well, she did, pro, you know, before COVID. Here and there, I need to make dinners. I need to walk dogs, and it, it allows me to function. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think, and I have no evidence, <laughs> but the people that don't get on with a neurogenic. Um, their pain is probably not mm-hmm. neurogenic. Yeah, yeah. So they're just trying a different thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thought of having codeine type um, drug, I could not imagine. Yeah. Having, you know, getting kind of constipated and then needing the toilet. My mm-hmm. God, that would. If you had back pain, that would be just horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but my theory is, and, and and I know when I need to take less because I get this a bit of a space cadet, I say. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah, I can function fine, but I'm just not quite as mm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. So, so but yeah. I like it, but I'm not addicted. <laughs> <laughs> and I would more anyway. than get rid of it. Yeah. Um, and hopefully another couple of months. Yeah. Um, and then and then at that point it's then building up the it's managing the discomfort whilst getting back into running. So it's a little bit you've got to play it by ear because mm-hmm. do I build my running up and stay on with the drug, or do I take the drug away and then build my running up? And mm-hmm. um, the last time I got rid of everything. I was building up at the same time and coming down and, and this time I think I'm going to the same. So I'm going to try and build up, um, but it'll probably take longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I just wanted to, the, the, I have like, as you might, I've got like a list of things that you'd <laughs> like to ask Kate about this, but um, I think it might even be like another podcast. Some of them, uh, I think it, it I that's, that much? <laughs> no, it's it, there's like I want because you mentioned your symptoms as well and I wanted to go into more detail about that and how does it feel when you're sitting but I think it would be great to to kind of leave it there today because it's kind of bang on the hour now pretty much and um then maybe we could even come back on another day and like talk about it because as I say I I really enjoyed that conversation thank you thank you well I just hope that it's useful for people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I do share bits of my story probably hopefully not as long as I've Twittered on for today but with people that have got mm. um, back sciatica and they they found it quite again it's a, it's a positive frame isn't it because I can say mm-hmm. well I know I know exactly how you feel mm-hmm. you've got look in your eyes yeah. that I had I've experienced and, and you know I'm I was I'm back running I will be back running um I have no no doubt 
I, this time next year, if we have this conversation, I will have um, be hurting because I've done a triathlon, not yeah. <laughs> and where can people find you if, uh, online? I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and I'm kind of got a website, kind of. Um, Yop, so your optimal performance. Um, you get me on as my personal one, and I'm a bit ranty about Brexit, so it's probably okay. <laughs> your optimal performance or Yop achieve. Okay. So if people Google that, they'll find, and I'll put the um, the website addresses in the podcast description thing as well. Okay, yeah. cool. Thank you. Kate, thanks again. I really enjoyed that conversation. Thanks for coming on. No problem. I'm sorry I've got to dash off. Yeah.